Hello and welcome to Wattcast. My name is Roger Watson and these podcasts are dedicated to readings of various articles that I've had published in newspapers and magazines. They reflect my views on politics, the pandemic and current affairs. Thank you very much for listening. Courtney Laws, England is not a racist country. This is my column for the New Conservative of the 11th of September 2023. I was born on the wrong side of the tracks and on the wrong side of the equator to be remotely interested in rugby. I have seen games at Murrayfield, Twickenham and at the Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane when I was on the right side of the equator, but the game leaves me relatively unexcited compared with the immediately... But the game leaves me relatively unexcited compared with the immediacy of football. Its incomprehensible rules and frequent stoppages frustrate me, but suddenly I'm interested. A young man, by all accounts an incredible player, and tipped to be the next England rugby captain, has just announced that Britain is not a racist country. His name is Courtney Laws, he's black, and the son of a Caribbean immigrant. It's refreshing to see that at least one prominent sportsman is unwilling to join the cacophony of virtue signalling. There must be an expression of what he's done. Meantime, let's just call it anti-virtue signalling. Football is bursting at the seams with the virtuous, from England manager Gareth Southgate down to minor league players who still take the knee. They adorn themselves with pride armbands and pontificate on all manner of social issues that, viewed from their multi-millionaire lives, can barely affect them. Of course, the standout virtue signaller and world-record-beating football hypocrite is Gary Lineker, who can barely have enough time in the day to write, tweet and speak, punctuated by his trademark sigh, about all the issues that concern him. After all, he knows what it's like to be a person of colour in today's racist Britain. I'm sure he does not agree with laws. We are yet to have that confirmed, but doubtless it is only a matter of time. I can only assume that Courtney Laws has jeopardised his career. How likely now is he to become the next England captain? How long before he's forced to apologise, take the knee or proclaim that Black Lives Matter in order to be accepted back into the fold. It's to be hoped that he will stick to his guns and that his career is unaffected, but we've been here before with so many. Hope springs eternal, but reality usually bites. Whatever the outcome for Courtney Laws, is he right? It's almost a trope in these pages to point out that if Britain is such a racist country, then why are there no cues to get out? Why do the rubber dinghies in the English Channel only head in one direction? Where are the queues of people fighting to get into Pakistan, Afghanistan or even Eastern Europe? Of course there are none. But already this year we have had over 12,000 illegal immigrants wash up on our shores and woe betide anyone who calls this out for what it is, an invasion of young men, mainly Muslim, whose beliefs and interests are entirely alien to ours. Moreover, there are objective data to support the fact that Britain is not a racist country, or at least is one of the least racist in the world, and you can see this with your own eyes. For example, take the beggars and street sleepers in the UK, barely a black person among them. On the other hand, take a walk down Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington DC as the sun's going down, bedding down for the night, and their sleeping bags and cardboard shelters are the hordes of street sleepers, all black. Ironically, many are sleeping outside the two notable buildings on the avenue, one of which is the HQ of the National Association for the Advancement of Coloured People, and the other, which is the HQ of the National Council of Negro Women, 
do none of these people get the memos about inclusive language. However, there's also a case for saying that Courtney Laws is wrong. There's evidence of racism in Britain. Only this week we hear that potential authors are being told by publishers that they're no longer interested in stories about white, able-bodied people. Zero outcry ensues, but imagine the nuclear reaction to turning that one around. It's considered a major disadvantage to join the RAF if you're white. And how about black-only events? The consequences of organisers insisting on white-only events are, quite rightly, unimaginable. It's always Black History Month somewhere, yet celebrations of British history are besmirched with accusations of colonialism, slave ownership, racism and the call for reparations. To be white under these circumstances is to be a second-class citizen who ought to be ashamed of his heritage. To be fair, I think Courtney Laws is right. Britain is not a racist country, but unless we stem the tide of anti-white, amongst other things such as anti-heterosexual and pro-trans propaganda, it could become something worse. This podcast was produced in association with youpublicationslimited.com. 